Welcome yes, to the were. podcast. You were talking about something involving performing autopsies on babies. <laughs> what? It was apropos. And then, and then right. we were talking about performing autopsies on other people, and Robert said it was gross, and you said, but what if it was a hot girl? And then he said, what the fuck are you talking about? And then we started talking a about new holes. baby? No. It's completely out of context. <laughs> a hot girl performing an autopsy Every bit of that baby. is completely out of context. No, a hot girl. Ugh. Who's ready for a pod? Ides of June 2010, and this is the Addle Thumbs Podcast 8. And I'm Chris Remo. And I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Steve Keener. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Oh, hey. Hey. And I'm Nick Brecken. We're here to talk about video games with no guests. Oh, well, I mean, except for Famous Vanneman. But other than that, nobody. Yeah, he's except not notable, Yeah, they can't hear your smile, Sean. They you have to talk. I'm beaming. Hi, guys. You were beaming. I wasn't here, and then Jake said I could be here, and now I'm here. So we're, we're, we're joined by somebody else, I think. And I'm Nick Brecken. Yeah, somebody better. Yeah, much. Oh, shit. Better, uh, better man than any of us. Yeah. Fuck Nick Brecken. And I'm Nick Brecken. Who's joining us via... Oh, yeah. I, I thought he was in the room. Tape delay. Yeah. He's not here, actually, so that was... But he's live to tape. We'll be playing an MP3 of Nick's voice uh, into your ears later today. Yeah. So look forward to that. Yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. Now, Don't touch that dial. Mark your calendars. For the sides of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to talk about games... Video games. Because we got some stuff to talk about. I yeah, guess. yeah, I think yeah. so. Don't we? I think we Well, I walked do. in and I said, what's everybody playing? And everybody said, <gasps> but then you said, oh shit, E3's coming up and E3's fucking back this year. This is the oh! year of E3. Is this the year true. of E3? I hear that there's yeah, a, some... A year of E3. Well, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's shit going down. There's it's like, rising like a phoenix. It's like the future of game. Uh, f- the fucking thing we've been waiting for now forever. The future is this, of is games Is this the year begins. of the future? Well, this is, is when the future starts to become real. It's like the moment Why? where we... So we we're tip- on the cusp right yeah, now, today? The, yes. the precipice. We're at the tipping point? Yes. How, how did that... How do you know? Well, we've got the, the world premiere of the Microsoft Natal Deluxe oh. and... Is it called the, the Natal Sony Deluxe? Move-a-thon. Oh, it's oh, by Cirque du Soleil. That's true. Yeah, it's, it is. That's gonna be great. So you know, the future will become. That's right. Slowly it's peeled happening. like an onion. And uh, Nintendo's got over. that. Uh, there will be a tiny Korean man inside. Is, am I remembering what, the right thing? What are you talking what? about? He's <laughs> <laughs> out. Well, uh, everybody here. talking about the new Nintendo peripheral. The <laughs> tiny, the tiny Korean man inside. <laughs> I'm remembering back when you guys were That's talking. That's how the horse bag works. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were talking about like Starcraft and. Within each layer of the like strategy of the game, oh. you peeled them back oh. until there was one tiny Korean man. <laughs> the Russian doll, like an onion. Yeah, the Russian onion mm. that is StarCraft Two, featuring Korean man. It's multicultural. Yeah, onion. it's a melting pot. E three. I mean, 
of different video game publishers. It's a melting pot of white nerds <laughs> hanging out from at the different video center. game companies. There's some girls there. That's true. They're paid. You, wait, you you said white nerds, not white male nerds. Well, it is white male. Nerds, Jake, you so. kind of jumped to a conclusion there. It's, you jumped to the correct conclusion. It's pretty right, much dudes. Oops, all dudes. It's pretty much dudes. No, it's not oops. It's by design. You're right. The third E stands for dudes. <laughs> uh, so, so did you guys see that crazy Rock Band three stuff? Oh yes, I heard that they're going to. This is a use real real instruments. I heard they're yeah. going to use real. Oh, Rock Band three. I thought you were talking about Guitar Hero colon. It's not Brutal Legend actually. Oh right. Well, that's, that's also a different thing. No, that's a yeah. Wait, thing. Explain that. <laughs> so there's, Sorry, there's I missed two, two great two big music game announcements. One, one is really cool. One <laughs> also cool, but different cool because we're going to make fun of it for a minute. Which is great. <laughs> So but yeah, I hear that there's this new game published by Activision about how you can get sucked into a crazy fantasy world derived from rock and heavy metal, uh, and then you fight crazy demons and stuff using the power of rock. Um, hmm. It's called Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Guitar Sweet. Hero colon... Colin legends Legend. or Warriors of Rock or something? Oh, Warriors, Warriors of, of Rock. Of rock yeah. mm-hmm. If it was Legends Warriors of Rock, that yeah. would be murderous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> brutal Legends of Rock. Parenthesis, they are brutal. Yes. <laughs> legends of Rock, which have Brutality. been... Which are rumored to be brutal. That's special moves. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, so yeah. that was a, that's a terrible so that's, thing that's false. That's, that's, I don't know about the Rock Band 3 thing, so you can tell me about that. It's well, the they're cool. adding... like on the, on the most basic level, they're adding keyboards this time. And How does that work? Is it like is it just an actual like keyboard? Like 88 key piano? No, it's a 21... It's a 20... 25, yeah, 25 yeah. keys. It's between 21 and 25 keys, up to 25 keys. <laughs> it's a key to what like, marketing says. You, you can play it either in normal mode where it's just, it uses the f- middle five keys and they're colored like it's on like, the guitar. Do, 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 do. Like, right. that's hilarious. Do, well, do, no, do, I mean, they're just mapped do, to what it's do, like the guitar. Do, they're not specific. That's right, you can notes. play yeah. Keyboard Cat with it. Do, do, that's do, Rockman do, Network do, will do. feature Keyboard Cat on day one. <laughs> I guarantee this. And I mean, it's going to ship with it. That's true. It's the unlockable song. <laughs> Fuck uh, Dragon Force or Trogdor or whatever. Yeah, they got drums and everything. <laughs> uh, uh, but so anyway, there's a keyboard. Now yeah. I'm excited so, about yeah. Rock Band. Like I wasn't before. Keyboard. It's like a legit MIDI keyboard. Yeah, and you can play on Pro mode, and you will actually be note for note what it is, just like the drums. So are. it's like the Miracle Piano System. No one had it's okay. My friend had that. It's a MIDI keyboard you could plug into your Nintendo Entertainment System. Wait, really? Yeah, teach you how to play the piano. What? I oh, that sense, sounds crazy. I sense a copyright infringement. Oh, there were it's some commercials. They're the kind of commercials that end with the blue screen with the yellow eight hundred number telling right. you about the Miracle Piano System. <laughs> Can you order it from Nebraska? Um, I don't know, but I it it did have the seal of quality, so it wasn't totally it wasn't some tangent shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so and then they're actually releasing also an actual Squire Stratocaster. Guitar like that just has all an Xbox icon actual on it? real guitar. Uh, they have they ha- I don't think they've shown it yet, or maybe they have, but not in detail. But it it's a fucking guitar that you can plug into an app and play, or plug into Rock Band Three and play the actual song with the actual notes. So Harmonics is living up to their like yeah. thirty year goal they're of like being pursuing their actual yeah, mission. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, well played them. And they're adding more. Uh, Symbols and stuff to the drums so that you can actually do a hi-hat for real instead of, like, playing the same thing. On t- I mean, all the old instruments will still work with Rock Band 3. It'll just be worthless. But, <laughs> but what's cool is that all the new drum stuff, they already have been coding coding that data into Rock Band yeah, songs. Yeah, it uses the full MIDI, like, percussion yeah. language or whatever. And so, right? yeah, so that won't work for the new instruments, like the key- or the keyboard specifically. But for drums, where it's just... 
added oh, so functionality. Yeah. Cool. It's backwards compatible, yeah. That's awesome. It's really impressive. Also, there's like two companies making trying to make an actual real guitar rhythm game, and I feel really bad for them because yeah, they're getting them. fucked now. That's a wrap, probably. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm, we saw one of them. Well, I'm Pax going East. to learn to play one of those instruments via video game. That is my 2011 you should. Where resolution. is the goddamn Possible banjo drums. game? Oh, That's my <laughs> gosh. I've been st- I need banjo to borrow that hero. banjo from Chuck. Yeah. I also made a promise that I was going to learn the banjo. Sweet. It's kind of video game related. It's kind of Red Dead Redemption banjo freaks related. Me out. Talk about I really would like to learn how to play it, but it's you have to, weird I was, you have to, to like, You have to make a crab claw it's really good radio by the way is me making a hand in front yeah, of your face that's true <laughs> i like seeing it let me just tell you readers he made a cool hand so he did. it was like a crab they call him word cool for hand vanaman oh man i mean <laughs> <laughs> i wish they did is there anything else of note that's uh, surrounding the the electronic three um e3 I, I zelda mean, Wii. Like yeah i guess so, it's yeah. gonna be zelda like you've never seen I don't it's going to be exactly like the other side. <laughs> no, be... it's streamlined for dumb. It's HD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see what the fuck it is because that Miyamoto has been like, we realize Zelda's really hard. Like, what? <laughs> but then it's like, oh, no, no, but it's still going to be the same Zelda game. Like, what? You can't. Oh, So we'll see what that is. Well, they're just going to add in the video tutorial thing. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, right. To solve the that game fixes it. Hey, listen. Yeah. Loading bank. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That could happen. <laughs> Hey, Navi Ba-boo. shows hey. up and gives you the little video. Why, would, why does Navi make the baboo? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she no. kind of makes a bird noise. Yeah, she does. Like, <laughs> she does that little thing over okay, here. That's true. Anyway, that's and she happening. turns into a video <laughs> of how to play the game. <laughs> the fairy just. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> An MPEG. <laughs> An MPEG appears. <laughs> just put only One in 40 Stretches out to fill the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of like a mouth opens that contains an MPEG that sort of slowly scales up over right. the course of two seconds to fill your monitor. <laughs> <laughs> and then it zooms in and it turns into that infinite looping, uh, like Hasselhoff crotch GIF or whatever that is. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, that's probably going to be what happens at Nintendo. <laughs> that sounds like that, that would be like Zelda, like I've never seen before. Yeah, that's he, true. Miyamoto was right. My mind was blown. And then we'll see what Natal is called and what it looks like. Oh, it's not going to be called Natal? No, I don't think so. Really? Xbox 2. I feel like they got so much traction with Natal as a word. That's what everyone thought about the Nintendo, Nintendo Revolution. Nintendo Revolution. So they're going to call Natal. it the Wii. It's going to be a little bold. Uh... <laughs> Microsoft Wii. They're going to call it the Microsoft Hey. Has everyone seen the video of the... <laughs> and it's going to make that emoticon. <laughs> hey, hey. Has everyone seen the video of the parade people playing uh yeah jesus christ oh <laughs> that looks so cool future of games your two like kids can just dance around in the front of the game keeps going your mom can kick one in the back and he almost falls over oh. <laughs> well your mom can just do a mom dance and oh, successfully mom. play the game so. <laughs> like come on kids move that's a, more move. That's a mom dance and the town also moving. detects mom pants uh for 2x multiplier <laughs> come on kids keep moving keep dancing yeah keep moving move more that's more <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> bomber appears if your dad isn't sufficiently encouraging. <laughs> Virtual bomber? Yeah. Virtual bomber. Dance! <laughs> Jesus, bomber. <laughs> Jake is doing a monkey dance as bomber. What? Bomber's got those beach volleyball physics going on. That's true. What? And what? The DOA what? beach volleyball He's... bounce physics. Yeah. Bomber should think. support that. <laughs> what are you talking With about? What, his large man boob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can imagine a, a realistically rendered bomber. <laughs> that's, that's probably true. Sorry, this is like I can imagine a, a realistically. <laughs> I can imagine a realistically rendered bomber. 
What, like a super normal mapped bomber? <laughs> is his shirt off? No! What? Where, where are you going with this? I don't He's know. clearly wearing 360 Avatar clothes. Oh, right. That's true. That wouldn't be especially realistic. Well, but they're, then right at the neckline, though, it it's just, just his extremely fucking, realistic like, head. 300 different maps are applied to make sure, yeah, Shader City above the neckline. <laughs> E3, E3 sounds like it's going to be really good. No, yeah, does, it's great. It's does anyone have any actual E3 facts? XCOM's going to be at E3. Are you going to be there, Steve? No. Presenting XCOM? No. Steve Ganner's mm. XCOM? No. Oh, okay, just regular XCOM. The excellent com. Yeah. So other than Steve's bullshit, mm-mm. I got nothing to do with XCOM yet. Oh, yeah, that's true. So leave, leave me out of it. Mm. S- someday I will touch an XCOM, but I'm that looking forward to it. Today is not that day. Yeah, today is not that day. Today I'm touching a podcast with my voice. It. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And Sweet. through the podcast, my voice is touching your ears. Readers, I hope that's fine. <laughs> that's also true. That's what what are you like. looking forward to at E3? I mean, you're going to be interviewing a bunch of people and stuff, right? Yeah. Journalism. Um, we should get together and interview each other, maybe. That's true. We should do That'd that. That'd be great. Aside from <laughs> Sean, quote unquote, famous Vanaman, who are you going to, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be seeing some cool games? Probably. Talking to some cool game developers? Yeah, I guess. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know. Chris, what are you going to do at E3? Off top be chasing head. down, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to use the word scoop. God, I want to, you're going to be chasing down news. I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, there will be press conferences, Breaking I guess. Breaking the big I don't know. Big I don't think E3 is exciting to talk about. Oh, right. oh yeah, that's oh, true. Okay, okay well, fuck, e- games, fuck E3 next. Sake. Enough talking about E3. Let's talk about games. Yeah, I played a couple games this week. I think... What were they like? I mean, you've played a lot more Red Dead Redemption than I have. Oh, I have. You've I've beat, played a few You beat it. Oh, yeah, you beat it. I finished it fully. You got the power up and won the game. Yeah. I, I whooped it. How far are you into it? Um, I don't know. I would say four hours, maybe. Uh, I rode around a ranch with a, a lady. Mm. Did you actually? That sounds really nice. Yeah. Did you actually play the game? I played the first ten minutes of Red Dead Redemption oh, at someone sweet. else's house. Nice. Yeah. How'd you like the horse driving? Not actually a huge fan of driving the horse around. Mm. I really like it. Yeah, I like it too. Feels, uh, I don't know, ridden a lot of horses in my day. Felt like not like that, but... I rode one horse and then it scraped up against a tree and bent my leg back and it hurt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did Red Dead Redemption accurately capture that sensation? Uh, that experience? No, but Red Dead Redemption did let me run around and silently kill everyone in the town in the middle of the night and then go home. So oh, that really? Was fun. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that because... I play um, it like I play GTA, apparently, which is wait you, for nightfall and murder everyone <laughs> over and over again. Did you stab them all? I, I silently knifed their throats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All throats were cut. Right. I cut the throat of a guy who was asleep in his bed and then just walked away scot-free and I felt really bad. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's an interesting thing, I think, about Red Dead Redemption versus GTA and what you just said reminded me of it because I didn't – I have not done any of that stuff yet. And uh, it, that might change as I play more. Who knows? But um, Get angry. You know, for, for the first like four or five hours that I've played, um, the interesting thing is – I was, I, was, I was like, all right, I haven't done anything super violent. I haven't really gone on any rampages. I wonder why that is. And I came to a few and I'm like, that seems kind of odd because this is a more – depicts a more lawless society, at least in theory, than like the modern day. So you'd think I would f- have fewer compulsions about – But this is what you said about GTA about- 4 as well. You role-played the shit out of GTA 4. Yeah, but I still – it's almost impossible in GTA to avoid crashing into a bunch of stuff and accidentally killing pedestrians and like – I mean, it's just... It's you really, find yourself inside of a rampage yeah, you, in that you game. Yeah, just, that just happens. And you're I, just, yeah, blowing up yeah. cars. It's a commentary on this modern times versus the, versus the olden <laughs> times. Simply like, which are changing, and it's interesting that they're changing, true. says dialogue. But also there's... there's <laughs> actually, I was informed I, I really, of that. I really disliked that in the intro. 
How it was just like how interesting the times. This were. is the end yeah. of an era, and these well, interesting yeah. times we're in. <laughs> it was really, this it old was west. Little, it's like yeah. the olden west. It's like we're in olden times. Yeah, there's kind of weirdly like pockets of that throughout the game. It's yeah, strange. I can tell, there's yeah. one writer who's just like, did I, I? I can't remember if I wrote about if it's olden times <laughs> yeah. and if the if we're on I the cusp of a new the, era. If we're worried about the federal government encroaching, mm, what about those Indians, <laughs> Native Americans? Yeah, oh, that's true. They're please, that. Chris. Yeah. That'd be um, nice if they called them Native Americans, but still there was just <laughs> crazy Jew-hating uh, shopkeep. Everyone else was like, uh, it's African-American. Anyway, they, they don't yeah. get around to talking to about them for a while, but when they do, they call them savages. The Native Americans? Yeah. Well, they talk about them a lot in the intro. That was what I was mainly thinking of. I, I was like... You looking, skipped that cutscene. I was looking at Twitter during that intro. <laughs> I wasn't, oh, okay, because the... the, the I, I knew the what intro was happening. Is the heaviest it was, handed dialogue yeah. I've seen in the entire game so far. There, there will continue to be more. Like it's, it's weird. Like, yeah, there. It, it really does kind of feel like there was a writer who wrote like really literally, you know, and yeah. and, and it was like the intro. And <laughs> I love this video game. And and, and a lot of the time, <laughs> like Bonnie is like a really weird, like yeah, she character. fluctuates a lot. Not she doesn't fluctuate very much. She's just like really kind of I don't know stiff you know like she like she just kind of says things uh you know like not much like a character it's very kind of expositional and then later on at a couple of key points there's more stuff like that where it's just like wait people were talking like humans in the last mission and then this one they're just sort of like stating facts about what's going on in the story it's odd but you know it's such a big game with so much content it's not really surprising i guess that the approach differs oh of course that that happens often whenever anybody talks about the dialogue i feel like Bonnie's name comes up. That's the name I keep hearing. It's because her dialogue is really weird. Yeah. Uh, and and then you'll play another mission like with the sheriff of the town or something, and the dialogue is really good. Yeah. And some of the dialogue is great, and some of the voice acting is fantastic. It's like yeah. So it, it just uh, my dad wrote all varies. the dialogue with, with <laughs> for Bonnie. <laughs> so oh wow, your dad's are bad. <laughs> I haven't played any of it, so I have no say. Uh, I mean, I've played. Well, I have played it, but I played. You wrote a horse only multiplayer with my little sister. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was cool. But. Oh yeah, on comedy game setup. On hilarious, her and her boyfriend have two sixty-five-inch TVs next to each other with Xboxes hooked up. So, it makes so that you one. just ride a horse side by side in real time on two giant TVs. Yeah, it's really that's kind it's, of awesome. It's, it's really, it's in like the couch is really comfy, so you're like kind of like nestled so it's, in. It's there. like a horse. It's great. Well, you're <laughs> to looking at essentially you get without a especially horse when bag. you're riding next to each other. There's an overlap, but like the landscape when you're riding next to each other, like. Siobhan, that's my sister. We were bumping into each other like on the horses, but like the landscape is amazing. You're literally looking at, you know, nine feet of high definition Grand Canyon. Yeah. And then like I'm stopping to kill armadillos. But uh it was awesome. It was really, Sweet. really fun. Yeah. And your sister's name is Siobhan? Siobhan. Yeah. So it's Sean and Siobhan. Yeah, it's that was never confusing. Um Siobhan! Was that you? Me? I don't know. Let's not go. How are you? Well, your mom <laughs> called you Siobhan with an uh, apostrophe in there. It was fucking stupid. Hey. What? Horse bag. <laughs> horse bag. Horse bag, Mrs. Vanderman. I, 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 knew, I knew two girls in college who uh, their parents' names were Robin and Lynn, and their names were Linnell and Robinell. That's a head explode. Yep. Oh, I don't like that at all. But, Real you story. Know, I'm sure they're nice. I'm sure they're good people. I'm sure they're narcissists. Anyway, um, <laughs> what? I don't know. You name your kids after you. It's you name your kids a mutant version of yeah. you. Yeah, Ooh, I don't like anything about that. But uh, I guess I, I mean it, the game. And this is the criticism I think of the multiplayer. From what I've heard, is that while the first person 
or the single player feels really kind of robust and alive that the multiplayer kind of falls a little flat. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun, but it was more like we're just trying to figure out ways to, you know, kill a bunch of mans at the same time. Yeah. Like it's more like, okay, you go around the back and I'll go in here and we'll yeah. shoot people, but less you walk into town and it might as well be a ghost town full yeah. of empty AI. And that's exactly how it, yeah. So like multiplayer is just a reduced version of single player. And yeah, single player, you just feel much more a part of a world. There are just like so many more systems that are, you know, in in action in at concert. a time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have those guys turning into donkeys, which seems pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, also you the have bird people. Bird man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You may, you may have cougar man. Cougar man. Yeah, I saw that on the back of the box. Sweet. Selling point. <laughs> That's true. One out of every 300 games randomly rolls for the presence of cougar man. <laughs> 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 But, uh, I still don't have any idea how those bugs are caused, but like so we were talking so, about it. So actually, if, if, we're trying to figure out what the fuck would cause it, and no one really could. <laughs> it needs a cougar, but all it has in memory is man's. So <laughs> you know, yeah. Whoops. Maybe a donkey woman. <laughs> oh, birds flying as people is so good. And whoever made the YouTube video with the "I believe I can fly" laid over that. Well done. I approve. It was yeah. very entertaining. I congratulate that guy. <laughs> 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 oh, I guess Steve just made a thumbs up into the microphone. <laughs> yeah! Readers, you can't see it. It's a jaguar sound. <laughs> <laughs> that sound is so fucking hilarious. That stupid sound. Especially when it, when it precedes your horse getting killed in Red Dead Redemption by a quarter <laughs> of a second. <laughs> that was my introduction. <laughs> huh? So it's... I guess the yeah. only thing to the only thing to tell you why your horse just ragdolled is that sound. <laughs> You're like, huh? Why my horse just fall over? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> what, yeah. what else are you playing, Chris? Uh, well, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to finish the point I was making. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so anyway, I'm going to have a deep deep. What are you talking about? What you talking about? Were you here earlier? I was here for a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. You're back though. Yeah, I got. Right. I went Sorry. somewhere. How was somebody the, cut you off? How's the redemption? So, uh, Cougar Man. Uh, so. Uh, I kind of forget what I was saying. You were talking about why you didn't do oh, didn't right. do ultra violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, yeah. A good point. The um, until we did our thing. Yeah, it's a less. I mean, I don't know. For one thing, it's a, it, the game takes itself a little more seriously than GTA does. I would at least where I am in the game, like there isn't a lot of just outrageousness. Yeah. being thrown in your face like yeah. there is in GTA, even in GTA Four. No crazy frequently. sunglasses. Yeah, sadly. But uh, although I do go around wearing the nicest suit. I can own it at any given time. Always. Yeah, I noticed you were wearing the gentleman's attire. I enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, right now, Chris is wearing a gentleman's attire. Yeah, that's what Steve is referring to. But there's a, there's a funny, like, sort of almost uh, contradictory thing that comes up. Like the the nature of the world is that you know you're living on the land. It's the frontier. You just take what people live on, whatever they can get. You go out and you just take a horse, whatever. But because that's actually built into these sort of understood social contract of that world, it actually means you don't have to be a criminal just to do basic things. Whereas in GTA, just to get a car, basically you have to like burgle. You have to put <laughs> rip an a guy out of it a and window, throw a guy. Yeah. yeah like and the even, car alarm even goes just off, to get the most basic unit of transportation in that game, you have to break a law. Uh, which doesn't make any sense because in the but it's because no one in the in that game makes you want to go to a no, car dealership. No, in like, GTA Four you can drive your cousin's car for the entire game probably until someone says I think drive my Lamborghini. You, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, you have to get into the other cars for missions. But yeah, the uh, but no. I thought that was interesting in Red Dead Redemption. I, it took me a while to realize why that was the case, and then once I did, I'm like, oh yeah, it's just because oh yeah, it's a lawless society. This is just a place where you just go out and lasso a horse, and that's what you do. You do that in this 
this time or this era. So whereas I only ever used my own horse because uh, you can whistle to and like, that too, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah which yeah. which I which I fucking love because like it's really cool. Yeah, basically you have a horse and once you hitch it, it becomes your horse. And then if you get separated from your horse or if it's just you know twenty feet away or something and you want it to come to you, you whistle and it will come to you. But uh, that's true always forever. So you can like you know get on some guy's stagecoach for a mission yeah. and ride to the other side of the, the frontier or whatever and get out and the mission ends and your horse is nowhere to be seen and you're just like and then you turn around and your horse is just galloping over the horizon. Yeah. Hey, dude. Yeah, so it, it just it implies this fiction of like your horse is just sort of secretly oh, following you everywhere you go. It's like that ninja cat you. in that video if you Yeah, yeah. yeah it's ninja cat. Uh, yeah, and, and the oh, and the, other, the other thing Have is Have you guys great. seen the Sherlock Holmes video oh, yeah. of Watson? Yes. Being that guy. This, okay, it. so there's this adventure game that came out two years ago, Sherlock Holmes Nemesis, and I guess they didn't want to animate Watson. Like, it's a first-person game. It's first-person Oh, shit, Sherlock so, like, Holmes. you look away and look back, and he's closer? And he's closer, yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's an amazing video. Someone just took, like, five minutes of video of just walking around this museum and looking at Watson and then kind of stepping behind a pillar and then turning around, <laughs> and he's, like, two inches away from you in front of your face, and then you look. It's amazing. It's... Look look up, uh, like, creepy Watson, Sherlock Holmes nemesis. It's amazing. So, that's the whole technology that Rockstar licensed yes. yeah. uh, to, to make the horse. Creepy yeah, exactly. horse. The horse is, is powered yeah. by creep. This, you know, NVIDIA, the way it's meant to be played. <laughs> creepy, creepy horse. Watson. <laughs> creepy, creepy Watson. Creepy Watson sounds like a middleware. It, it uses yeah, it creepy does. Watson technology. Yeah. Yeah. The the great the superior middleware. The 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 other the other great thing about that is like if if there's a certain kind of horse that you always want to have, you can buy a whatever a deed for it uh, a at a general kit. store. Yeah, it looks like a little certificate that says you own this kind of yeah, deed. It's a horse, horse deed. deed. It's a horse deed. Uh, deed and, horse. And so like you know if you have this horse deed in your inventory, basically you can use it at any time to summon that kind of horse. But. Uh, <laughs> So like you'll just jump on some other horse, and you know once you've jumped on it, it becomes yours until you get and then you on another open up one. The horse and, deed. Well, but you get on the horse and you ride it somewhere, and then you jump off and use the horse deed, you know, and to summon your other. Horse. And, and so like the first oh. horse just immediately just runs off into the distance. It's like oh, fuck, I'm out of here. I hate you now. I hate you and your <laughs> horse deed. And then the other horse spawns it off screen and like runs in and stands in front of you. <laughs> so it's just this great thing of the horse is like oh shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't know you had that horse deed. For <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me. Of There's the first... weird, surreal shit. I mean, like uh, that—that's what that that great story that Michael Abbott wrote on uh, BrainyGamer.com oh, yeah, was, was about. Really, like, basically, really, really good. that there's because this is an open world game based on GTA. There's sort of a lot of video game logic in it because, like, the game cycles day and night and all that stuff, but it also basically has to be static forever. Like, you know, if there's a shopkeeper in some store, there's always going to be a shopkeeper in that store, but you can kill a shopkeeper in the store. So, how do they deal with that, right? And so, like. Michael Abbott wrote this story about in the town of Armadillo, uh, the shopkeeper is this like, you, you come in and he's like, how can I do for you? And you buy something. And he's like, no goods made by Jews in this store. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, if you're Michael Abbott. Yeah. yeah and, and so Michael Abbott was like, that's not cool. And he went to buy something else. Abbott, do, do scoodle dupe Brown out just anyway. He went to what? All the lights in your house turned off for a second. Is everything okay? No, they didn't. The screensaver just <laughs> started. Screen saver this is how the no, lights have been the whole the time. The power outage no, happened, and we're out of the air anymore. Guys, hello. <laughs> Everything's cool. Wait, <laughs> look, Sean, I can't see you. <laughs> the levels are Steve, still going. Steve, are you around? Everything, oh, look at that. Chris uh, brought it back. Thanks, Chris. I was worried that the podcast stopped recording when all the lights in the house went out. <laughs> 
Except for the <laughs> Except lights for all on. the other lights that, that aren't that screen. For a second and the only light. Back. No, there are no, two no, lights. You guys, it's okay. So he goes into the into the shop in Armadillo, and the shopkeeper just you know, he'll buy something from him and he'll say something anti-Semitic, and he's like, What is this? And he just basically got tired of the guy being an asshole. And so he blew him away. And uh, you know, the cops came and he like gave up and went to jail. And uh when he went back, the shopkeeper was there again, just like immediately. He was like, uh all right, anti-Semitic no, shopkeeper shop that I hate. Closed, but then it reopened the next day or something like that. Uh, well, he had gone to jail, oh, so you know, some jail. some days pass or whatever. Typical. And so he comes back and shoots him again. And this time, since he had done it more than once, it's like you killed the shopkeeper. You'll have to wait five days before this shop will be open again. Uh, before and, this shopkeeper rises from his grave. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> before it, it was like, here. yeah, you'll yeah. have to wait five days to visit this shop again. And so he was like, oh well, okay, maybe they'll spawn some other kind of shopkeeper now that you know they, that this that they acknowledge this guy is dead so he you know went off and did some stuff and came back five days later and it's just the same guy like no jews in my store and, he, and so he basically like made part of his game narrative like some groundhog's day thing of he would go about his business and every five days he would come back and just like blow the guy away like hog tie him and drag him out in the middle of the street and then shotgun him or whatever and uh, it, it just became like his little ritual of like hey buddy <laughs> be back in five see ya <laughs> Uh, I and, love that. Yeah, oh, God, it's fucking it's so wonderful. It's and so his write up of it is way better it's than my really, summary. Really uh, but, you know, it's like just this collision of, you know, sort of like your real world perception of the events and sort of the, the, the wrapper around this whole thing. And then the weird video game logic of just like perpetual. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It is awesome. Stuff like that happens in that game and makes me laugh. So something reminded you of something earlier, Chris, and I can't remember what it was, but it might have involved... Oh, we kind of moved off the topic, but... Oh, you, we'll, we'll bring it back for you. Well, I was just... This, this is not a good story on its own, but basically, <laughs> because I went, you know, for the first couple hours not really needing to do anything outrageous or, like, kill any innocent people or, or do anything that would draw attention to me if it were happening in the real world, uh, I was... I kind of got to the point where, you know, you're done with all the tutorial stuff where you're on a pretty fixed path and I'm just, just kind of walking around this town of Armadillo and I see the little poker icon on the map and I'm like, oh man, I'm going to go play poker. That's sweet. And so I just started mashing on the A button so my guy would run as fast as possible. And then, then I, I started thinking about it from the NPC's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they're all hanging out in this quiet saloon just like leaning up against the <laughs> This guy just explodes through the like little swinging door. You guys thing, playing poker? Like, poker in here? Yeah. Locks over like three prostitutes and then just like bursts through the back door and then just it's completely quiet again. <laughs> I fold. <laughs> I'll call. Have you, have you gotten the bandana yet? No, I haven't. The, you can get it at a uh, general store, I think. I don't know, but you can buy a bandana, and basically, while you have it on, it makes it so your honor and fame don't change no matter what you do while you're wearing it. You wow. can still accrue a bounty, so there's still repercussions yeah, yeah. for doing bad shit, but, but you they're can't... Just, they're not... They don't persist. Yeah. Well, I mean, your bounty persists. You will You can build up, yeah, like, I owe thousands yeah, of dollars and bounty hunters will come Right. right yeah. Exactly. It's not going to change your alignment, basically. Uh, and, <laughs> like, the guys at work, like... I don't know. I always play games like that as a good character. I don't really have any need for the bandana. Um, but I was partway through the campaign and the guys at work were playing it during lunch and they had gotten the bandana. And basically, if you're playing a good playthrough, but every once in a while somebody just really deserves it, it be like <laughs> it becomes this this like little a ritual th this kind of emote, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know. Did you guys were you guys ever riding through the plains and there's some guy that's like. They, they have these challenges, like, for different systemic stuff, like hunting or whatever. And so there's this one guy who's like, hey, buddy, hey, 
I bet you can't gather herbs faster than oh, me. I ignored that guy because that sounded really like, boring. And, yeah, and that was the thing. It's like the so most you put on the bandana. Well, it's the most absurd. <laughs> it's like it's like the most absurd one. It's like who wants to challenge you to pick flowers faster than him? <laughs> and so one of the guys at work, like his description Got was in the old west. Yeah, his description was that like the first time he encountered that guy, he's like, "Hey, buddy, I want you to come pick some herbs." And he's like. <laughs> It just like shot him down, like in mid sentence. You're like, "Don't you ever tell me to pick herbs faster than you, boy!" <laughs> but uh, so, so that that kind of story had gone around the office, and they were playing at lunch, and encountered one of those guys, and the guy playing just like sort of stood in front of him, and then just like very deliberately like took the bandana out and put it on like, <laughs> right in his face, and he takes the lasso and lassos the guy, and and you know this is always at like a camp. And he lasses him and drags him through his own campfire. <laughs> and the guy catches on fire and burns to death. <laughs> and then he just takes the bandana back off. <laughs> but I found that to be really useful because, like, I was playing poker in Blackwater, like, the city near the end of the game. Uh, sort of the biggest city in the game. And uh, I sit down and, you know, I'm, I'm having this, like, kind of bluffing war with some dude. You know, we keep raising the stakes and he goes all in. And I go all in. And I had, like, I don't know, like, two pair or something like that, like, ace is high and then he has a full house and it just cleans me out and so i you know the animation just makes my guy stand up from the table and he's like well i guess that's it for me and then i'm just like bandana <laughs> like and then i and then i just dead eye and you know put it in a slow motion and pull my shotgun out and like they react to that you know so like in super slow motion they all like start to jump up from the table while <laughs> oh, i'm like man, tagging man. all four yeah. of the guys and then it goes out of slow motion it's like <laughs> It bloods all over the back wall and I just kill everyone at the table because I was pissed off about getting my money took. And then I ran away and the cops shot me. But it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, just there are a lot of ways to be expressive in a really satisfying way in that Aww. game. Just being like a, a total asshole old west man. But like that that in particular, just, you know, the, the old west desperado getting pissed off at the poker table and just like pulling out a six shooter is a total like old west thing. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's a lot of there's, fun. As somebody who ha- a- yeah hasn't played much, now you've still um, I'm, I'm there. I'll be Bandanaman. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> Sean Bandanaman. <laughs> there's a no, much, uh, evil. Like, like, you did uh, that. Yeah, that's not what I meant though. Um, Sean famous Bandanaman. Man. <laughs> yeah, Sean Bandanaman Vanaman. <laughs> that's great. A famous, a famous Bandanaman. So Chris, you're gonna say something. Sean I was famous. Gonna say, there, there's Bandaman. a much uh, less versatile. A uh, more hilarious version of that in Alpha Protocol, which is the other game I've been playing this week. Uh, which is that? Yeah, how are you feeling about that game? Um, I'm gonna, I'm, g- well, you're gonna give it more time. I mean, I'm certainly giving it more time, but there are some things I know I like about it, and some things I know I don't. And the things I don't is exactly kind of what I was a little disappointed about in about the first Mass Effect game. Uh, although this game is is more inconsistent than Mass Effect. Um, but it's basically just that the combat's not very fun at all. Um, it's just not they they didn't do it right. Uh, Since but, it's like a spy game, are you able to avoid combat very much? Not really. The game see basically it feels like I keep trying to, um, and you can get abilities that like turn you invisible because which is supposed to like represent your guy being so sneaky, like sort of I that guess Jason Bourne like that he just is just fades into the shadows except it really just turns out you're just fucking invisible you're actually invisible. Like, it's really well, actually you're wearing an invisible yeah but it's cloak. not like a spy device it's, you know yeah. what i mean like it's just well, 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 well welcome to making an rpg play. and not yeah. caring about how it fits with your fiction yeah, but it's weird because now the trend in this kind of action rpg is to make it ostensibly play like an action game and just those two things don't they don't work together to me most of the time um but anyway so but also it just doesn't feel like 
you fire, you have to take forever to line up a shot. And then once you do, as soon as you pull the trigger once, your reticle blows up again. And then like, you just can't hit anything even fucking two feet away. Like, it's just weird. I'm sure you can level shit up, but it just, it doesn't feel right. Anyway, yeah. the conversation stuff is really cool. That's what I keep hearing is the yeah. conversation stuff is really good. I really, really like it. Is and the dialogue actually, any good? Um, yeah, so the dialogue's kind of hit and miss, but when yeah. it's good, it's a pretty good, like, kind of born supremacy, like yeah. that trilogy style of political thriller. Because, I mean, the only... Which is good. I mean, the, there's good stuff in it. The only strong impression I have of that game is, like, the video trailer that they released of, like, the sexy German lady that has, like, pink sunglasses and, like, the edge that. of her bra sticking out of her really. shirt and stuff. And she's just, like that super awful female character from stuff mm-hmm. like this is just like making sexual innuendo towards you while holding a really big gun constantly. And it's just like the worst thing. Like I wouldn't yeah, be able to th- stomach that's that. Probably, at I all. haven't gotten to that yet, but that's probably bad. I, I'll let yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't bad. seen that trailer, but the, you should the, watch the trailer. It, it's I, maybe I will. Uh, or maybe I'll just wait till I get it's there. a thing, but, uh, but there's a weird, so but how, but no, how the does conversation the stuff, stuff is good. Work in well, it's real time, which I really like. So once you like ru- Mass Effect, or no, like no, Mass Effect is just once like, you have the infinite yeah, time to answer a question in Mass Effect. Like, uh, in, oh, that's in, true. In Alpha Protocol, oh. there's a default. Your character will default to a response, be it like aggressive or professional or suave or whatever. I mean, they they the catchphrase they kept using was either Born or Bauer or Bond. Um, although it doesn't, you don't know, think about it in those terms when you're playing, and um, and it, you know if you don't select one that isn't the one that's already selected he'll just say what's already selected otherwise you have to select it by the time it gets there and it works really well and it makes the conversations flow in a in a way that actually is believable as opposed to most games the point of comparison i've heard is indigo prophecy yeah, i don't yeah, that sort of yeah yeah like that's i forgot about that. i don't think yeah, i ever played man. far enough into that game to actually do very much dialogue no but. I, I gave up on that game at a certain point but uh but i like how it works in this game and there there is a lot of genuine choice in the game. I mean, you can do things in the missions that actually affect the, the building narrative of the game and like genuinely meaningful ways, which is really cool. Um, and there's a lot of cool interplay between the various handlers that talk you through the missions and uh, earn reputation with them. And you can buy intel on missions that can help you out. I mean, there's a lot of really cool interlocking systems that I really like. It's just that as in a lot of games that try to do this kind of thing, the just fundamental core run around and shoot guys is just janky as hell. And just not, I don't really enjoy it. Um, but I like the other stuff enough that I'm pushing through. But anyway, there's a weird, the thing that made me think of this game in the first place off that previous discussion was that there's a really weird thing about there's this shopkeeper the- who hates <laughs> Jewish people. There's a really weird. That's kind of fucked up. Of you game. mean like the one from Resident Evil 4? Oh yeah, <laughs> that guy was such an anti-Semite. I mean, you had to you had to kind of be listening to the tone of his voice, but it was obvious. That's true. When he said, "What do you buy?" and you knew, yeah, you knew what he meant. I'll buy that for a high price. Come on. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how is it like Red Dead Redemption it's, in real life? Well, it's the it's not like it, but it this that reminded me of it. There's a lasso in it. The uh, character creation you can. You can make a cowboy. Your guy can either be can have a basically a, uh, like, I don't know, 20 something, like, gap ad douche. <laughs> or, or you can be Fidel Castro. 
like those are the, the two that's options. The binary. That's yes. it. There's no. Yes. There's no. Because, oh, wait, that's not character because, customization. That is, you select an Fed or Castro. Fed douche. No, but, but you do like, douche. Is it like a sliding scale? Like Castro. when the guy bulks up and the beard sort of unfurls? Okay, no, this is how it works. I so wish. you and have I'm like five different skin tones, except they're all just white dudes. Basically, there's like except five different haircuts, except they're all like gelled douche. Uh, and there, there are a bunch of hats and they're all basically like you could see a hipster wearing them or a Central American dictator wearing them. And then there's the beard. And that's it. Like you've either got a fucking just you've got a bearded man with a fucking douchey goatee or you've got a fucking beard. You've got a Castro situation. And there's just no like you're it, if you. So there's a few variables here. You can kind of create a, an amalgam of these two characters. If you don't wear a hat, but you do wear the Castro beard, you look like a hipster with a fake Castro beard. Like, because <laughs> like, none of the Like a guy that would be riding like a fixed gear bike. Yes, exactly. Yeah. None of the hairstyles remotely match this beard. They're all close cropped, like really modern hairstyles. None of them look like they, they're on the same person because they're not even the same shade of color. <laughs> Uh, and so it looks like you're wearing a comedy beard. I don't think I've ever but, seen. I don't think I've seen any screenshots of anyone playing this game that didn't have the huge beard and a yeah. hat. But when you put on a hat and sungla- dark sunglasses, that's also the only that. way to obscure uh, how the, much the of a douche you hair. look like. Right, exactly. <laughs> and at that point, you just turn into the actual Central American dictator. And so what it looks like is it looks like the CIA has basically. Like, they've gone through their phase of sending in secret agents to assassinate Central American dictators, and now they're recruiting them to actually (laughs) be agents and sending them to the Middle East. That's what this, like, that's how I feel when I play this game, because... You feel like you're a Central American dictator sent to the Middle East by the CIA? Why isn't this game selling a They they can't shoot more than one bullet in a row without missing? Those are the only options in your character. Like, it's... Amazing! I want to see it after this podcast. I am. Am- I, I want to create an alpha incredible. protocol character after this podcast, and I'll confirm <laughs> well, you, this, this shit. Yeah, we'll have like, a pod blast where I tell create, our readers you whether you're right or not. Da, da, da. Like, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Obama. I don't really. I mean, not featured. What? What's his slogan? Yes, you oh, can create. Okay. Sorry, a was... South American dictator in alpha protocol. <laughs> but yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird thing, and the, the game is not. It's not a goofy game, or not deliberately goofy. Uh, so except that you look like dude bro from the NeoGaf game, <laughs> right? Uh, possibly. Well, because and the, the reason that Red Dead Redi- reminded me of this is because Red Dead reminded. I knew me. you were gonna say that. Is uh, because, <laughs> because uh, you can do things like in the training mission when you're learning how to throw a grenade. You can Nick Brecken discovered this on accident. You can sort of th- angle a grenade up and it'll go through a window in the in the observation room and like land in your instructor's area and explode and then he just starts screaming with <laughs> and then you can hand the camera the third person game right. back around <laughs> just look at your dark sunglasses like beret wearing huge beard guy staring stone faced into the camera as you hear just <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing that is an awesome so video. that is what I was reminded of and I had to explain all that to get there i approved of that video that that's, nick posted that's yeah. amazing oh i didn't see the nick posted that yeah yeah mm. you'll surely link it in the blog sure <laughs> it's on nick's twitter account rat so fat so rat so fat a very convenient fat, thing rat, to so remember rat. 
but it's an it's it's a game with with stuff that makes me want to play it more. I I might reach a point in it where it just gets too, you know, I Janky. just get tired of shooting the exact same guy for the eight millionth time. You should probably just try to find some you know golden path in the upgrade thing that just makes. I it super think there easy. are definitely those because some of the I mean, like I said, like. Right now, I have one where I automatically turn invisible when a guy sees me if I have a thing activated, kind of. I don't really understand how, how it works. That work I don't really know. But <laughs> but you can keep upgrading Magic. it and get to the point where you There's can just a guy. Oh, no. turn on invisibility <laughs> and just stay invisible I thought for I saw... some period of time. Never mind. Hey, what are you doing? At... Oh. Oh. Well, it's just... Nobody the, here. And like some of the Even AI in conversation mode, you're invisible. Like, <laughs> hey, so I was wondering... Oh, you disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I, guess you're, I guess you're hiding really well. Well, that's that's... That's what it's like to play this game because it just doesn't seem like the combat ever is one sort of complete system that all works together. It's like now it wants to be Metal Gear, but oh, then you fuck up, but oh, then you can't really. Hey, do check out that beard guy. Then, He's like, gone. Now. I don't know. It's just yeah. it's unfocused. The combat. Well, even just the. I mean, when it says be Bauer Bond or Born, yeah. like those are three very complex systems, <laughs> very different, different <laughs> like, systems. Yeah, to get those two to yeah. both deliver and then interlock. Yeah. Bold. It's I mean, difficult. It, and in general, I mean, if I were to play this game, I don't know if I will anytime soon. But like knowing this, you're playing it now. Uh, oh, this is a pretty cool. We're game. We're all about to disappear as soon as you notice us. Where'd you guys go? See, good job, good job. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> just like not actually trying to interface with any of the stealth or non-complete aggro gameplay is probably the easiest way to sort of delete that those systems like i mean that's been my experience with mo like playing system shock 2 if you just go f if you just roll a marine and go full weapons and kill everything you have a way easier time than trying to be a hacker with psi powers well, or like when i played like when i tried to play deus ex like yeah. uh when it first came out i mean i did and i probably played it for like 20 or 30 hours and didn't finish it and i basically quit when i had crawled through my 700th air duct and was just like tired of trying yeah, to stealth yeah, yeah. past everything yeah. and tired of having to quick save all the time because if a dude shot me or detected me i had to reload and shit and then years later i was like i think i am actually going to finish deus ex and at the beginning i when they offer you which weapon do you want i was like Murderer. i'll take the rocket launcher <laughs> yeah. and i was just like full aggro for the entire game way smoother sailing yeah uh and so probably if you were just like whatever an auto shotgun and grenade man or something you would yeah get through this a lot right. more easily no it's totally to be true because i keep the thing is in Alpha Protocol, at least with the skills I have now, and I, I suspect once I become fully invisible, I can get around this. But right <laughs> now, it's like gliding no once I become I, fully yeah. invisible. <laughs> no, it's Alpha like, Protocol is actually not a game; it's a cult. Chris has joined. <laughs> <laughs> but no matter how hard I try to actually pull off the stealth thing, it's not even an issue of like, oh, another duct. It's literally just like, oh fuck me, something happened, and now a million guys are running at me, and it's just, I guess I'll just shoot them. Why don't I just do that in the first place? Plus. There are all the upgrades are discreetly play or all the pickups are discreetly placed. There's like huge flashing UI things in the world all over this game, which suggests to me that someone failed in making things readable. Um, or he's just borrowing the glasses from uh, heavy from, rain from heavy rain guys. Yeah, so you know, oh, there's some pollen over here. <laughs> but yeah, it means that the only pollen way to here. actually get all the money and <laughs> like intel here. and stuff is just to eradicate everyone and then walk around the level and pick everything up. So that's what I like does to he do. Eat them? Uh, no. Is there respawning if you eradicate everyone? Do no. more guys appear? No. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. I like no, that. No, it works. It's just not fun. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not well, enjoyable I, I mean, to do that. But like, that's, but I, I don't know. Is it, I guess in Alpha Protocol, if it's not, it's not. But that's also generally just, how I not, play stealth games. As like, a spy, like when that's I, not what I want to do. I guess when I play, yeah, probably. When I played like Chaos Theory, for instance, or like a Metal Gear Solid game, I will be just sneaky enough so that I can creep up behind guys and headshot them. 
and then I'll just like clear out everyone in the area by picking them all off one by one and then just walk around cleaning everything up basically because yeah. that's, that's exactly how I play. Yeah, yeah well, that's, I play I mean, Arkham that way. It's it's way more satisfying than well, leaving guys alive and having to like track them and hope they don't see you later or whatever. I, I yeah. was going to mention Arkham Asylum actually because if this game and this is a tall order, I mean that's a really <laughs> this game was unusually Arkham. good yeah. game, <laughs> but like if that game had stealth that was more along the lines of Arkham Asylum where it fills in a lot of those gaps for you mm-hmm. and just yeah, that's the polite stealth game. Well, the blend between <laughs> stealth and action in Arkham is pitch perfect. Yeah, it is. Like, and it's basically the guns what, are just powerful enough yeah. to like. If that guy's got a gun, you're like, okay, shit, I gotta treat this guy differently than that guy who doesn't have a gun. Yeah, and that's so rare in video games. It is really rare. Like, and it's how is that rare? But like, if well, a guy has a machine gun in Arkham, it lets you know that he will f you right up. And I love that. Oh, well, so I basically, if if someone theoretically made a game that had that sort of basic combat. Uh, kind of building blocks of Arkham Asylum with all of the cool dialogue and stuff of Alpha Protocol, and it was a spy, that would be a fucking success times a bajillion to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be really hard, I'm and sure, for a million a reasons. But, uh, you know, Alpha Protocol is a straight up just mission based game. Um, you can choose the order. You, You're not in a haunted asylum of villains? No, it's not an open world at all. Um, <laughs> the who's who of villains? But, yeah. uh, Are but there I mean, any it, gargoyles? Uh, not yet. I'm going okay. to Moscow next, so maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. must be. Well, uh, well, it depends. No, no, like, what year, song, what year is it? <laughs> like now, now oh. year. Mm. The year 2014. Present day. I, I think Gargle it's present day. Maybe. Let's all agree. It's, it's probably present, present day. I, I'm going to assume it's like the year 2015, so that oh. they can say they made up new gadgets between now no, that's and that's just you have those bionic eyes that see drops. Well, you also have the, hey, you there, invisibility cloak, apparently. I mean, it's No, pretty, that's just it's, his skills. It tries to be oh. pretty current. Like, there's a... A really big defense contract. Like there's a Nokia called, phone called Halbeck. So it's you know they're it's pretty clear what they're what's that referring like the to? Themes they're dealing with. It's referring uh, to the BP oil orders. spill. Oh, that's terrible! Yeah. Wow, they are on. Wow, they like have some sort of. They predicted that actually. Yeah. Oh, I thought they, they caused were, it. It's viral. Updated. <laughs> <laughs> it's viral. <laughs> what? Remember that time when they talk about the junk shot in, in, Alpha, Alpha, Protocol? in Alpha Protocol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Doesn't work. They, I just wanted to say junk shot on the outside. Oh, the skill. They didn't level it up enough. The word junk shot totally reminds me of taking a break, actually. Yeah, let's do that. Junk let's shot. Take one of those. Let's take, take a, a junk shot. Oh, I didn't say it. You did say it three times. I said, let's take a, and then I was going to say junk shot. Video games. I got to not throw any. I, nothing can be within and there me. Was a <laughs> That's the new theme song. <laughs> Down here at the docks, recording an on-site light idle thumbs. Hey! <laughs> it's the HMS Jake. <laughs> oh no, that tugboat is beatboxing. <laughs> That's my jug band jug. Shit. Oh no, why is that oh no? That'd be all fucking sweet. <laughs> that, means, that probably means there's something wrong with it. The tugboat isn't supposed to do that. There's something wrong with the universe. Uh, <laughs> that tugboat is beatboxing. <laughs> Uh, end time. <laughs> Sky rips open. <laughs> That's the first sign. Time actually. paradox. Yeah. Time. Tugboat's only beatbox in the future. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yep. Cthulhu comes out of the tugboat. Mm-hmm. Man, I was reading. I, I I got I got to the point of thinking reading Cthulhu stuff would be sweet in a super circuitous circuitous way today because somebody linked. Uh, maybe Lee Alexander like retweeted somebody linking 
list of unidentified sounds uh, on Wikipedia, and it's just like stuff that submarines or something had heard had detected these sounds, and they couldn't determine what the source was. Like it was too loud to be a creature, but there was no known like other like geological source for it or whatever. And so one of them is way down like south of South America, like. South America way. Well, yeah, like between the south tip of South America and Antarctica, Tierra just like Fuego. basically, I forget, it, there was a name for the point in the ocean that's furthest from land, and it's like right near there, and uh, <clears throat> there's just some weird like super low frequency kind of like hum sound that it's is coming from there uh, that they can't identify <laughs> the source for, and um, the on, on like the, well, on the, on the like notes on it, it was like, uh, you know, in H.P. Lovecraft's uh, short story the call of cthulhu the like ancient sunken city in which cthulhu is entombed is said to be in that spot you know that's like the furthest spot from oh, land and so <laughs> they're, they're oh, like that's the sound of oh, cthulhu sleeping shit. beneath the waves and, and then there were like excerpts talking about it being in that place and it's have you never actually just awesome. gone and read it like i've never read any Lovecraft. i've never read any oh, you should just pick up either. an yeah. anthology of lovecraft short stories i actually they're, have them and good, i haven't read them not good. Yeah. I, yeah i actually <laughs> i have well, i have an anthology too and i've yeah. never read it I, I got a i got the book that is like call of cthulhu and other stories yeah i have that same I book i haven't read yeah. it yet that's not having any idea what we're going to talk about on the podcast shitting bricks over it already bricks are bricks are being pooped steve's ass is a brick factory you're looking for an alien ship to park your bricks. It's a brick house. Is well, it a, is he's it a ship that you're in? Steve's crafting a brick house? Yeah. Oh, I see. Video game. Oh, my music. And now it's oh, all talking class. about video games. <laughs> it's making you sound like this. Nintendo Wii's fault. <laughs> <laughs> this is Phaedrus. This is Phaedrus. I require money in the rocket mail. This is Phaedrus. Phaedrus here. Phaedrus, stop calling me. <laughs> Wait, Phaedrus is your brother, no, Phaedrus. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's oops, all Phaedrus. I didn't think it was Phaedrus. Phaedrus, stop calling me. I'm sorry, Phaedrus. <laughs> Phaedrus Christmas special. <laughs> all Phaedrus. Phaedrus. Hi, Phaedrus, I just was wondering if you were going to bring the pecan pie this year. No, don't call me. Phaedrus. I'll put it in the rocket mail. <laughs> Phaedrus out. Phaedra's out. <laughs> Don't forget to call mom. <laughs> Don't forget to call Phaedrus. <laughs> mom, mom. You mean Phaedrus? Yeah, of course I mean Phaedrus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a fucking Phaedrus family reunion yeah. on this podcast. Phaedrus. A fucking, fucking Phaedrus, Phaedrus family, family festival. And we're back! Chris, hey, last time I was here, famous. I asked you at length about Neptune's Pride. Oh, yeah. I have, have, I have you played that I have been game, to the mountaintop. I have been there. I know all about <laughs> Steve is in sit-back mode. Yeah, Steve, we've, a strategy game is <laughs> no, mentioned. Like Steve, <laughs> Steve <laughs> retires. <laughs> I hate strategy, strategizing, and anyone that plays a strategy game. Oh, man. Fuck off. <laughs> Back in <laughs> well, he's he, actually, he actually does physically recline when we talk about a strategy game. It's because really Steve's just he's basking in, in yeah. the strategy. Yeah. He has it's strategy back basking more it's than... The, it's the raise Steve of... probably emulates some of our listeners in that respect. Or like, oh, strategy. <laughs> Bask. Well, what's funny is that like, the they second time we played Imperial... Posting on NeoGAF um, during that part. You had you were in that chair, actually. You were in lean back, in you were chair. lean back, fuck strategy chair, playing... Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, Deadly Premonition. Premonition. That was the one that I and won. And we were and then, the and then, like, about like hour, mm, I'll say minute 90, you're like, oh, I'm going to beat this game now. Steve just leaned into the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was hearing this three hour conversation about Marty McFly uh, in, Sheriff and video, Zemeckis, in, yeah. in Sheriff Video Games Jeep. Anyway. Time to own all of the <laughs> fucking world of the year 2030. Steve, what are you doing? Yeah, If any of you play Imperial 2030, I can share with you a good strategy. It's totally don't pay attention and play a video game for the first hour. And I then know just, you should rely on this to actually be a consistent strategy. And then just roll it in. It works once. You should write an FAQ about that board game. That yeah. is that. Let's try it again. But I'll do it again. I'll play whatever you want. Neptune's Pride. Neptune's Pride. I will not you, play that piece of shit strategy game. Gosh, I hate him. Wow, Steve, you should recline for a little while. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I, I um, haven't played it. I hear it's sweet. It's Isn't that well, right? It's really cool. I mean, there's a whole narrative that Jake and I can probably tell oh, around. The, what the, the Telltale Office rule. Yeah, yeah could okay. you tell us a tale? I will tell you a tale, a tall tale of Neptune's pride, Neptune's bounty. Um, so I came on the podcast. We had talked about it. I'd seen you play it at your uh, computer, and I was like, oh, this is something I think I would like. So we brought it to Telltale, and we quickly rounded up eight other dudes, and we're like, okay, we're going to start a game. And but we realized it because it's like at any developer or any job place, place of work. Yeah. yeah, like you're gonna have any, friends in, in any building. Like people just assume that Jake and I were gonna be like you know thick as thieves. So it's like what we're gonna do is everybody go back to your desk, make up a whole bunch of in hilarious. reality. You were thick as Steve. I thought that's what you said originally, and then I was oh, confused until I realized. What you said. <laughs> Weird conversation. <laughs> um, anyway, two, hey, two thick scoops. You stood up. You sat up for that. You took the three foot journey from being back for that. But yeah, so we we decided that the office rules were everyone could make up as many f- weird names as they wanted and throw them in a paper bag, and then each person playing had to pick one name, and it was enjoyable. It was very fun to mask I the names. Jake, were I think you, horrible. But you came up with the best name, Fidget? and that's not just because you're my Le- friend. Lieutenant Olaf von Space Face Ace. Yes, that was very good. Yeah, that's it all right. Space the character. Face Ace. Yeah. Lieutenant Olaf von Space oh, Face Ace. Yeah, who was my nemesis and is now my uh, my ally. I thought but, you were going to say boss. <laughs> my boss. Now my boss. Um, <laughs> what was that from? Uh, like a boss. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry about Sandberg? that. See you later. Saturday Night Live. I, okay, I've heard it. I didn't. Know. It's stupid. Go ahead. It's fucking good. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we did that, and it was really great because you would instantly, like, all your diplomacy had to happen over over the inbox, and everybody was super inbox driven. And I would say there's probably like seven or eight people who decided to just take on their personas, which sounds really lame, but was actually hilarious. That that's a really common thing I've noticed. When you get, like Dracula out. to really, yeah, <laughs> is to really ro- role play like whatever th- weird thing they've arbitrarily created. It's really interesting. Like, and, and it always makes me really. Like, I don't ever do that. We're just like, sweet, all right, here's range. Well, yeah, no, See no, you guys. Yeah. People <laughs> will write me these like eight paragraph things, right. like, greetings from the empire of the noble race of the like Zyplex, Z- yeah. Zorganforgians. <laughs> We've noticed you are encroaching upon our space territory. Would like to propose a treaty, and they'll go on for just paragraph after paragraph. And then I'll just be like, all right, yeah, so word, let's do this. Do you want like a tech? And I'll just like, I'll reply with like eight, with like eight words, and I'm just like, I don't. What do you want me to say to that? This is insane. Um, but it's it's cool that some people do that, even if it isn't me. Well, the mix is also kind of hilarious because yeah, I don't know. It's exactly what happened at Telltale. Was there would be certain people who would do that? But yeah, okay. Uh, you just send me like fifty bucks, and I'll shoot you over some range. Great. 
Right. <laughs> the Duke is pleased. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is pleased as the great race of the douche. Yeah. yeah. One, one guy Sorry, on the most recent game names. I played went by the Margraviate of Brandenburg, which was badass. So that was cool. Yeah, we had nothing He died pretty quick, though, so, you know. Yeah, no. The names are fucking terrible in our game. There's some good ones. Our, our rules, vulgar? I think, for the next game, though, is that everyone has to write their own name into the bag. And then you pull it. So in. then we'll all just be playing under each other's names. So hopefully people will, <laughs> That's will really role good. play I'm as so other people in the office. Which yeah, I'm really hoping it's going to be hilarious. Because uh, this game's about over. We're being, we're on like day you're, 22. You're winning, right? Yeah. Day I've, 22? Yeah. It's not been 22 days. It's been 22 days, dude. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I have my 60 life. stars. Time flies when you're playing Neptune's um, But like, I played the political game super hard. Yeah. Like, that was my entire strategy was to just like, and now I, it's. I mean, Nick now Her- Cindy is in the lead. <laughs> Hopefully, Nick Herman's not listening to this, but we've got to a point where I was like, Nick, <laughs> he you- listens to Idle Thumbs. Oh shit, Nick, you're great. Um, but I, you know, we, you're I fucked. was going but to, but the, uh, destroy- the carriers are on the way as you listen to this. <laughs> I was at one point you were going to destroy me, and I totally talked you out of it, and now I'm winning. Um, because it was also like the anonymity dissolved over the course. Like it took like probably ten days. We knew that was the case. It's kind of like you. Yeah. People say you put DRM in your game not to prevent piracy, but to prevent zero day piracy. We drew names out of a hat <laughs> so that the zero so day so office. Policy. So, yeah, yeah sure. exactly. exactly. Yeah. To let people kind of have to reach out. Yeah. And it's funny because I treated and people. Who's John Drake? It's, really it's not John Drake. Because I treated people differently in the uh, inbox diplomacy system much more differently than I would have had yeah, I known yeah. who they were, which right. sounds terrible, but it's completely true. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you have that. You have less of that personal connection that you immediately, your brain can't help but jump right, to. It. Well, even more plex. so, the moment they respond to you, I'm like, oh, this is Carl. So I just I'm talking I'm like oh Carl and I are tight like I'm like I'm just gonna talk to him like it's Carl and then it's not Carl then <laughs> oh, it's fucking Dracula <laughs> yeah then it's Dracula um but uh, anyway games but yeah it's a really I mean there's I like any game like that and I mean I, I came on here and made a joke about how I like Survivor as a TV show but um and as a as a game but I like any game that marries up almost fifty fifty the kind of abstract political social game yeah. with sort of very pragmatic strategy and yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. physical where you just have to like be faster or be smarter and yeah, the, the, those two the things mechanics, together like, oh it makes a perfect game for me the, the actual systems in neptune's pride are very simple they're about as bare bones as you can get in the strategy world but the the like metagame layers have the potential to be huge it's really interesting i i've had weird a weird curve with that game because the first game i played which was the one i played with nick and some other um Kind of internet kind game, of game bloggers. circle guys, yeah, w- was cool the moments. most intense and eventually unpleasant experience I've had playing this game by the end. And I've now realized after playing two or Why three was more it games unpleasant? since then, mainly because of Nick, I now realized. <laughs> Why? What oh, did Nick, Nick do? Nick is yeah. the most competitive dude I know in games. And I know this because we play StarCraft together. Yeah. Uh, well, and the beta's a, over now. He's a master. It's it's well he's good he's better than I am but it's not even so much that it's more just Nick loves to win strategy games yeah Nick hates to lose strategy games a lot yeah so he will go to like whatever length is is necessary to ensure that happening uh, and so in Neptune's Pride we were allied for the whole game and uh, not at did, the you end. Know, did you know well, did you know did you know I just took second place I mean, but you knew it was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay. we were personally allied like because we knew each other. It was the exact scenario people worry about with you and Jake. Except like, that I'm shit at that game. Yeah, it, Jake's he, really bad at Neptune's Pride. Well, that's this, not surprising. So invite him to your game. But and defeat I him. did really well at the beginning, but then I spread <clears> myself too thin, and then my galaxy was eaten away. I have one star left. I'm I have a question up. for you about Neptune's Pride when you're done. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so, so, that, so that game with Nick was just... Because Nick was fucking cutthroat. Like, that guy was playing every angle, like, just exploiting every advantage he could find. Like, 
it was intense. I would find myself constantly checking the game like all for day. For example, just kind of like take, like he'd like take an inch. Like, oh, I'm just gonna oh, take the star. Just, Don't worry about it. Or would, like, yeah, he would just he would make people the most exploitative deals, and then then go back on them and be like, oh, oh yeah, dude, we'll we'll be cool. It'll be cool. Like we we can we'll tight. We'll trade some stuff. We'll be allies. It'll be great. We want to. And then like it? he will just take some of their stars, and they'll be like, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, sorry, no, I don't know. Here, how about this? <laughs> I don't I can, know here. I'll just take a I'll just take a few more, and then we'll be cool. We'll be good. And they'd be like, um, I guess, I guess so. Like, and he was, <laughs> Nick was like an abusive, he was like in an abusive relationship with everyone in that game. Except, <laughs> except for me. And he probably would have been with me if I actually tried to, like, usurp his sort of like <laughs> one his star ordained, had been ordained, taken like first place finish. Like, I don't know. It was really weird. It was a but weird he, experience. And he won. Oh, he totally fucking won. And I, I had like, did it creep Basically, you out? between the two of us, we had like every star in the game at the end. Did it make game. you feel differently about Nick? No, not not at all. Because we, you hate we him just now. went back to playing StarCraft and it was really fun. Because in StarCraft, we're just straight up on the same 2v2 Did it feel kind of gross? I, I think if I were in his position, it would have felt gross because he had to do some seriously like deceptive shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have it in. I don't really have it in me to be that much of a backstabber. So you'll never is, rule it, a galaxy. It's funny because the game but, does bring it out of you. Like, but just like clearly. observing him do these things to make you well, be yeah, like, Well, yeah, and sort of being part friend. of that. We also yeah. never, in the for the entire game, acknowledged we were in an alliance. We never actually formed an alliance officially in the game system. So no people. it took people actually an extremely long time to realize we were in one. And that was also exploited. Weird, those two idle thumbs guys are playing on the same team well but well, see they all also jake thought they were allied that. with nick and like you know what i mean oh. like it was just it was weird jake disabled official allies oh, okay. which i thought was really interesting it's interesting to have it there because then you well, can have because the... you're in the same office because then it's like we're in an, we are in an alliance and i know who you are yeah. so it's like casually get up from my desk <laughs> walk past john drake and just down the hall and i like wrap my knuckle on the back of nick <laughs> nick herman's door i'm like yo you got a second can i uh look at your map I mean, because, you know, I know you can see his star system. I just want to know what his home star was. Right. You know, that, so that it's does like, add an even weirder. Yeah, there's like, the I don't game. need to have that alliance to see what his yeah. scanning range that's can like, see. That's like, uh, I can just go to encrypt, his encrypted console. channels. Like, other, pl- other you know, yeah. people in the star system don't realize you're communicating. But. Like, we had people because. It's like, encrypted channels. Most yeah. of Telltale is in a pit. Um, It's just. You know, like any developer, it's just flat, and you can go to anybody's computer, and like people can see whatever I'm doing all the time. Um, and I apologize, but um, we had people create other games that they like. They would just get into social games or get into free games, like just uh-huh. dummy games, because they didn't want you to come by their desk <laughs> and see Decoy that. They, games. Yeah, it was pretty. Like Tully did that. Like I thought that was like bold. That was a really smart move. He's like, no, I got like four games going. You didn't even know which one this is. <laughs> Like, oh, I don't know which one this is. Yeah, yeah it's really good. That's really good. He yeah. just have a doctor a screenshot of one. We also make video games. Controls I have time. This one, I'm the best. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, uh, this is wall, wall, wallpaper. Yeah, I can see the desktop <laughs> icons over that. Tell you, Shut up. <laughs> you're actually uh, you're you're wiring that that level right now. So I don't know why. You're, interesting. Um, yeah, the the like physical interplay, like the the physical space of this game, all existing in one office, makes it sound way more interesting yeah, than right. it probably yeah, would you'll be. Just hear people be like, "So I'm going after Dracula," and then who the fuck? Do you know who Dracula is? Yeah, nobody's going down. I'm like what? <laughs> I, I I like what it must be for the non Neptune's Pride players in the office. Do you know who Dracula is? No, man, I'm trying to. Fa- I well, the know. worst <laughs> is that it's like who's deputy director Douche and like like. <laughs> Oh, there's some names that I'm not even going to say on Idle Thumbs because I'll have to admit. Ooh, like what? What? Like Princess Meat Flaps. 
That's uh, who is being played by Bonnie. So we have a customer service. Our woman, customer service person, Bonnie, Bonnie who's a she's sweetheart. like, oh yeah, I'll play this. She's game. like a mom of the. And then she draws. Studio. Yeah, but then she revealed that she wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> and we're always gonna like, Ugh, oh Jesus, God, I'm biased. I hadn't heard that. I heard that she got it, but I didn't. Yeah, she yeah. revealed that way later. That's anyway. funny. Yeah, uh, good. so good stories. Speaking good stories. Of, speaking of, of Nathan Herman, I am oh. playing. I am finally. Wi- I actually Nathan just won my first game of of Neptune's Pride. Congratulations! You control the galaxy. Yeah, no, it, it was actually, it was also the, until the end when it always gets intense in every game, until that point, it was the most laid back game of Neptune's Pride I had yet. And it was basically because I just played like the United States in World War II and just waited until the absolute last moment to get involved in any real conflict. Like I would just sort of, you know, guys would, guys would give up and leave because they knew they were going to lose. And then I'd grab some of their stars. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually. <laughs> so like, you were Steve playing Deadly Premonition. <laughs> right. And then yeah. just rolling in. Like, oh, also yeah. I've been accumulating a lot of stuff because I've just been sort of. Yeah. And then, around. and then once Murder. all of a sudden, like I was allied <laughs> with this one other guy. And then there were three other players allied against us, assuming we were, us two were allied, which we were. And eventually at, at a certain point, they were right about to attack me and a weird this was like that moment in time that crystallized the future like for some reason <laughs> due to some some weird like perceptions that shifted all of a sudden they just focused fully on attacking my ally uh, instead of instead of me and at that point i just went totally hands off and this turned in like the thing about neptune's pride is it creates fucking blood feuds like once you start getting into a prolonged Right, you'll just uh, murder all shit. So yeah. entrenched, and you, you can get, get pissed. So, oh. You get so because you'll think you you did you made a good move, and then you'll wake up the next morning, and it, you just lost five more stars oh. because they they got you in the middle of the night, and you get like personally furious. These people. Did you have and, you done that by the way? Where you set the alarm for like three fifteen in the morning? I, I've never set an alarm. <laughs> I've definitely never set an alarm, but I definitely Shut had up, situations I'm where <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I got out of bed, I, that was the first thing I did. I had that when I was playing with Nick. This game, I didn't really because I I paid really close care not to. I was get like in the Vinci sleep. It was terrible. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> and so I I was like watching this, and it was fascinating because these people were going at it like much longer than it was in their interest to do so. Right, like at a certain point. They should have just started attacking me or someone else or something, you know. But it was just they—they they were. So, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm putting words in their mouth. Like, I mean, this is how we're it idiots. This is how it, no. <laughs> this is how it appeared from my perspective, right? Is that they just got locked into this situation where they just couldn't. It was like the point of no return, and they basically just ate all of each other alive. And then I, I, I basically marched in at that point and just started rolling over everything. That's such. It's so funny. It's such a different strategy than anybody has had in our. Like, Bonnie, actually, of all people, had one star left. And they're probably all listening to this. That nobody wanted to go so, after. Sorry, guys. No, it'll be it'll be over by, the, by whenever this comes out. Well, um, I mean, the one that I played. They are all they were all Oh, those people. suckers. Um, yeah. Too bad, guys. But um, Chris thinks you're all fools. <laughs> yeah, God, you guys are retarded. Um, Everyone was really nice. Noobs. We had, well, the, the customer service woman, Bonnie, who didn't really understand. <laughs> the that, customer service woman. I don't anyway. know how to describe her. I mean, a friend. Like, she's very friendly. <laughs> customer service friend. The, the, the human being. The non-gendered human being. No. Nerd. She's like, she's like. Her name's Bonnie. Whatever, She man. sits between, like, kind of you and I. Like, Jake and I sit kitty corner to each other, and she has to, like, if I say, Jake, this fucking sucks, or it's got your douche. Like, she is, she is, she is transmitting that. Like, she has to hear Through that. her ears. Um, yeah. yeah. Her ear canal. But, um, she had one planet with, like, a hundred planet, with a hundred dudes on it left. Yeah. Like, and, but she, she was her she only star. But her home star just sat there with a hundred, and she's like, I don't really know what else to do. I'm not really good at this game. I don't understand it. 
but she is just like accruing like a hundred. And then I'm looking at the next day and she's like 106. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, there's like a hundred she's got 110 guys, 110 little mans on this planet. They can do some damage. So I had to like take Bonnie aside and be like, hey Bonnie, <laughs> I know you haven't logged in for like two days, but I need you to do something for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I gave her like a whole talk, and I was like, You like want to go to coffee or something? Like, you can talk this over, like <laughs> I was applying her. Yeah, like I sent her, like I ended up sending her like $150, which is, you know, six upgrades of tech. Did you also give her anything in the game? What do you mean? No. (laughs) (laughs) I gave her $150 US so I could win this game. Uh huh. It's very important to me. She could could buy 25% of a PlayStation 3 four years ago. Yes, or half of one today. Right. Or 75% of a new iPhone Uh next week. Anyway. And she ended up sending them towards my enemy after, like, I had to butter her up and, like, really, like, be like, come on, like, I need you to just log in and, like, maybe we'll just move some guys and I'll show you how to do this. And it's great. It's so good. But, like, being able to manipulate, sorry, Nick, um, a bunch of people in the office to your will in a fictional setting. Has this affected your development, like, (laughs) Uh, Only because I'm not on projects with them. Okay. Like, I don't think I'm on a... I mean, you and I are on the same project, but like, whatever. You're an asshole, so I don't have to worry about it. I'm looking at Jake. Um, yeah, Jake I'm looking at Steve. Fronted, just, right? just for the just for the record, that was Sean Famous Vanneman saying that, not me. Readers. <laughs> yeah, but we're friends, Jake. We're high fiving right now. Now we're hugging. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, what are you doing now? Oh no! Stop oh, that. Gross. Should we stop talking about Neptune's Pride now? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think guys. we are done talking. If anybody is not interested in Neptune's Pride, had to listen to this. I apologize. We do, though, have Nick Brecken here to talk Nick. about Hearts hey, of Nick. Iron 3. Nick, oh, hey. Hey, Nick Brecken. Hey, Nick Brecken. <laughs> oh, wait, let's, let's, let's listen to Nick. And I'm Nick Brecken. Oh, it's Nick, so he doesn't have a lot to say. <laughs> oh! I don't, I, I don't really know Nick. You don't, you don't have anything to do with it. You were never on the same podcast actually, as Actually, Nick. I'm going to grab, like, I'll grab like, a beer or something while you, Nick is here. Hey, guys, thanks. Oh, hey, Nick. What's You're welcome. All the way back from Bethesda. Cool. Here to talk about um, a video game. Sweet. Great. <laughs> we talked about What video here. game, Nick? Uh, Hearts of Iron 3. It's <laughs> by uh, Paradox, the guys that make, um, you know, Victoria and all those other uh, uh, AAA games. <laughs> yeah. Um, you may have heard of Hearts of Iron 3. It's, it's oh, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> it's while you were clicking around Mac. on the Steam store and, and, Steam store. and maybe you accidentally clicked on a button that you didn't mean to and and uh and there it was and and maybe you saw you know a lot of numbers and you went i don't know if that's a game that that uh that i can play there there aren't a whole lot of uh graphics but uh i i if you are a big fan of of strategy games i would i would definitely recommend it it's um it's it's a world war ii game i'm leaning um, back like all great <laughs> video games it's probably the most technically impressive strategy game i've ever played it it just it models everything uh what? What? Everything? <laughs> no. Yeah. It, anyway, uh, actually, probably the the funniest part when it first loads, it it takes forever, and while it's doing the whole uh, the Sim City thing, where it's you know reticulating splines and and yeah. loading, uh, actually one of the the messages is adapting history. Uh, which it doesn't really great, adapt but then history. Over top of all of this is this horrible mini recreation of uh flight of the valkyries and it's just it just it's it's terrible and then also it it just it 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 feels incredibly uh it's like flying toasters incredibly terrifying because you know that you're about to get destroyed by this game and it's crazy <laughs> spreadsheet of doom 
That sounds like my kind of game. <laughs> Steve Gaynor. Steve, you hate this is game. Born for Steve just sat up to hear that. <laughs> I know, right? It is funny. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. What? Wait, what was that last uh, thing you said? Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What saves it, though? What makes it playable? I was just going to ask you what It's the it. kind of game that is, it's like a class. Well, you you, you sit there, and I had the, the, the free strategy guide and, and the manual on my left monitor, and in the game on my right monitor. And, uh, that really sounds like I didn't my really kind of have thing. the courage to, to hit unpause for probably three days. You know, I just <laughs> sat there staring, kind of. Just incredibly intimidated reading reading about things like how the weather affects a specific battle, barometric pressure flying at this time of night is better for the B seventeen and all, all this crazy Jesus. shit video game? that uh, that you don't really need to know um, to just start in. But but it is like a class. The more you put into it, the the more you get out of it. And so you, you know when I did eventually hit on pause, the the thing that I learned was that. Really, it's a game of doling out specific responsibilities to the AI, and and uh, that's so what like saves it from, from becoming this insane, like being you know, complex game that you can never break into. Um, you have control over over whether you want the AI to handle almost every facet of the game, right on down to, say, you're playing as the United States and you don't want to deal with the uh, the war in the Pacific. You can I say, don't. okay, commander or so and so. Uh, you handle the war in the Pacific. MacArthur. I'm going to just, you know, micromanage <laughs> the invasion of of, uh, of France, and um, you know, the units will pretty reliably uh, coordinate invasions, um, defenses, all based on your direction. And in that way, it it really acts as a, a pretty accurate simulation of what it's like to be a, a world leader at that time. I, I mean, one example is that I was I was playing as the United States and. Um, and it was about 1939, I think. And Germany was, uh, you know, uh, invading Poland and, yeah, and, and taking over like the world. Like they do. And uh, every country has a neutrality rating and a, and a threat rating. And so as the United States, Germany's threat rating was was sort of medium-ish. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't that high yet. And, uh, and my neutrality rating was, was off the charts. Which was is of course historically accurate. It was insanely um, but I hadn't done neutral. anything to, to try and affect that. I didn't <laughs> have neutral. Hoover, uh, you know, intimidating the populace or anything like that. So, um, I had a big problem. I couldn't. I couldn't go well, to yeah. war. And for about two years, I was pulling my hair out because He's I had all these bombers and, and hundreds of thousands <laughs> of reserve troops lives. just sitting around, and and I couldn't enter the war because my uh, my my population wouldn't uh, wouldn't wouldn't allow it. And that to me is really what makes a great. I like the population of the country is not letting you play the video games. You're playing out something that, uh, albeit on a much less serious scale, something that happened historically or or events that that are similar to 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 things that happened historically. IRL. And you're 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 being put through the same scenarios that somebody else had to deal with. Um, it's, it's, FDI. it really, I, I think, um, I go to Korea. the, the dramatic <laughs> element of strategy games is, is, is kind <laughs> of, is something that a lot of people don't think about, but, um, to me, it's more effective often than, uh, than dramatic content in, in say shooters or, uh, or other, uh, genres of, of games. Shooters, Steve, they suck. Really? That's fascinating. So what was the name of the game again? <laughs> Hearts of Iron 3. <laughs> 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 god damn it yeah yeah 
Um, that is so, the correct name. So I think it's, you, you know, while it is incredibly <laughs> complex, uh, once it clicks that you can use the AI to your advantage and, and simplify the game to the, to the sort of degree of difficulty that you can handle, it, it becomes fairly manageable. And I think anybody yeah. that's, that, you know, looks at this game as, or games like it, as, as sort of the Mount <laughs> Everest of strategy games, um, should, should give it a try because it's not, it's not that uh, challenging, um, particularly if you do your homework <laughs> what? and, and, In the and read the, five the minutes damn manual, of which, uh, you know, if you like strategy games, you should be used to. So uh, in any case, uh, I've got to go back to Bethesda and, uh, you know, make some more video games, but um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll catch you later. Hey, it was See really good talking to you, Nick. Congrats, Nick. Hopefully we can meet Fuck sometime. Fuck Nick. So that was the, God, that was the first time in all of Idle Thumbs that Nick Brecken was allowed to tell a complete story or finish a complete <laughs> thought uninterrupted. Only, well, I wouldn't say uninterrupted. Oh, yeah, that's but true. I mean, but he was able to he, soldier on. He got to the end. Yeah, so. that's true. Congrats, I, I, Nick. I actually do have to I actually <laughs> do want to say, Nick. like, Nick. sort of agree briefly with tape-recorded Nick Brecken uh, about a thing he mentioned. <laughs> that was real, Nick. I don't know he if it fully – whoa, whoa. I don't know if that part Nick fully Eric, came bye. through, but uh, he, was, he was basically talking about how it strategy – even though these days, like, mo- when people talk about immersion, they generally talk about sort of being actually in a, like, real-time immersive situation where you're a character in a world doing, like – physical actions to things. Um, I, I agree that a lot of the most effective and interesting and like narratively fulfilling moments in games can be in strategy games when as particularly historical strategy games, when you are put in situations that have resonance because they happened in our world or didn't. And you understand like when certain things happen because the game systems actually cause them to happen and, and simulate them in such a way that you're like, oh my God, this is why this actual thing that happened 60 years ago happened. It's because these factors interplayed with each other in this system that was like the global, you know, military political situation of the time. And the, so, or, so it's like a class. <laughs> it's kind of like a well, class. Well, the more you put into it. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 I think that's what we all meant. You guys need to just lay off Nick Brecken. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. But yeah. But there's also I, I mean, I, there's I a did... time investment thing that I think allows you like to have a, an emotional connection to a strategy game that I find. <laughs> like, did you just hurt your eye by opening it too wide at yeah, me? Yeah. I, I stared at you for too long for making fun of Nick, and then my eye dried out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, I was playing, um, so for, um, my iPhone of all places, but I was playing a more like long form game that I just was like, ah, oh, this would be really cool to play Civ Four for like a month on my iPhone, like just on bus rides and whatever. Wait, Civ Rev or Civ? Oh, Civ Rev. That's what yeah, I meant on my okay. iPhone. Sorry. And um, I was like on a bus at like two thirty in the morning Civ. with my roommate. Yeah. And like I'm sitting there and just kind of staring at my iPhone, and then he hears me go, "Oh, fuck the fucking Mongols, man!" <laughs> <laughs> and then like two people turn around on the bus, and there's like you know crazy homeless guy in the back with an yeah. iPhone screaming about the Mongols, and I was like. What's the deal, man? I was like, dude, I've been f- fucking with these guys for two weeks, man. <laughs> two fucking weeks. And like, I was like, it's, you get an emotional reaction to kind of like, yeah. cause you have a, lo- a long form investment in right. whatever sort of thing you're trying to accomplish in the game that I think is like narratively really interesting. And yeah. I don't know. Well, the reason like, is I, I like telling those stories. So like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, and I think that that particular emotion is more common in the less historically accurate strategy games and more on the blank slate ones of which Civ is one. Right. Cause Civ is, isn't about like an actual 
realistic path of history. Yeah. It's about it's not what the an, Mongols actually a one hundred percent alternative yeah. history. And Neptune well, flew to space, so. <laughs> <laughs> but Neptune's pride is the same way. Like because it is such a blank slate, and everyone starts basically on the same blank playing field the in game, space. The game isn't asserting Sorry. anything. Like when you it's a sequel like, to Civ, actually. when you play a like a, re- a first person shooter or a third person action game or whatever, space. the the game itself is asserting things about these different players in the world, these NPCs and you and everything else. Like the game is deciding these are going to, this happens here. Like this system governs where this guy spawns because of this. And like this fits into this narrative this way. Whereas in the, in a blank slate strategy game, like Neptune's pride or civilization or something, that shit just emerges because it does like there's, there's nothing. It hasn't been tipped to resolve one way and put you through any particular narrative or even branch of narratives or anything. Like when something happens, when you end up in that war with the Mongols, it's not based on anything other than just whatever factors, be they random or not, like have conspired to make this game end up here. The fucking Mongols have been kicking your ass. Like, and I mean, that to me is really interesting. Um, And it's kind of unique to strategy games. I don't know of any other, any other, what? It's magical. It's, magical. it's, magical. Uh, it is, it it's is not magical, so, yeah. so interesting as it is magical. That's true. It is more yeah. magical than interesting. Um, but yeah. And then Hearts of Iron is more on the other the other kind of end of the strategy spectrum where it's it's putting you in a particular historical like context, you know, that actually happened and then saying what would you do here? And you you can you can affect those events but a little bit more within it's more it's almost more of like how would you deal with this if this actually happened? Whereas Civ is like, anything can happen. Right. What happens next? We'll see. This is a, a weird question to ask, but he, this is the way Nick described it while he was with us. Yeah. Um, made the interaction density seem really low, like him waiting to get into the game and things like this. I, I think it, you like, can. I think you can ratchet up how – I haven't played it yet myself, but I plan to now uh, after talking to think about it. You can On this podcast. Well, yeah, also off it. But uh, you can ratchet up and down how much the AI does stuff. So you can micromanage every single thing in the game if you want. Or you can offload a lot of it to your to your AI like generals and stuff, and just focus on the particular things you're interested in. Yeah, and a game like Total War series is kind of like that. Also, I think. I mean, I think what's interesting about the dynamic that you're talking about with sort of like um, having different levels of investment, or or like different kind of your own alignment with different factions in like a strategy game. You know, like the Mongols. You know, it, it's it is just a, a process of kind of personifying, like you were saying, sort of right. a, a blank, uh, an otherwise blank slate faction for what they happen to have done in your game. Yeah, you know, it's right. like those guys are assholes and it's just because the AI was like being really aggressive with that particular right. faction in that particular game. And I think that that is something that is most common in something like a strategy game where the level of abstraction is pretty high, you know, like mm-hmm. you're pulled out really far and mm-hmm. it's almost a numbers game entirely, you know, but like, I, I'm I'm interested in that phenomenon in the you know the the sort of the sort of other side of direct control games where like it feels like you could have a very similar kind of uh, feeling of like personal connection with those kinds of groups if you were playing a game that was like you know some kind of I'm a dude in a world and there were a number of different factions that had no authored like kind of uh, role in the world like inherently because. Kind of like you were saying, you play one of these games and these guys are the bad guys and these guys are your friends and right. these guys are the civilians that are being attacked by the bad guys or whatever. It seems like you could have an interesting 
kind of experience if you if it was almost more like you know built out of the sims or something well i mean even if it was just like sort of a setup like yojimbo or something where it's sort of you're just a dude and you're thrown in the middle of x number of factions that may have alignments towards each other or whatever but they have no inherent alignment towards you and so now your relationship with them is based on your own actions you know i I, it seems like you can scale that that sort of Mm -hmm. you know feeling that you're talking about it's more a question of just not being in as as deterministic of a world for like you like you're saying these guys are these guys these guys are gonna be right. your friends or whatever you know it's um, yeah i i think that's always going to be tougher though the, the less abstract you get you know what i mean like probably it, the i think one of the things that makes it possible and or more possible more facilitated in a strategy game is that you can see the bigger picture kind of um yeah like you you're you're more likely to see like the sweep of how this stuff turns out as opposed to like individual actors right within the world like a in some well anyway whatever we don't have to get too deep into this but yeah it's i would i would be really curious to see someone try to apply those principles to yeah. a game that was pushed in further yeah it'd be interesting yeah. you know yeah it's like yeah just kind of resource control yeah. and everything the same sorts of concerns you have in a strategy game yeah i mean eve online <laughs> is, eve ground. online is kind of like that in a way, yeah. Except everybody, are, there's no, there aren't any AIs in that game, right? Everybody, is I don't a think so. Dude. But yeah, but it's the same thing. I mean, no one yeah. comes in and it's like your job is to kill these guys. It's it's join uh, up with whoever you end up joining up with. Yeah. <laughs> you guys may be done talking about games for today, probably. Oh, oh, I played a game though that I want to talk about. No, you didn't. Uh, I mean, I did, but we don't. We'll oh. talk about it next time. What did you I mean, well, nobody's, well, let's nobody's, hear it. Nobody's, let's nobody's, hear it. Nobody knows about it. What? No, no one? what game? It's a secret game. It's no, only, it's like, it's only like you small, know about like, this game. I don't know, it's like a little indie thing. What is it? It's really played. I don't uh, know. You guys might oh, Mass Effect. Halo. Yeah. Get it? See, we made well, that joke. I mean, what the hell game is it? I don't know if you guys have talked Say about it. it. Why don't you tell us? Say it. You hyped this uh, the fuck up now, so it better be amazing. Are you doing this on purpose now? What game are you playing? I was just gonna say Far Cry Two. Video game. I like that anytime I would be on the podcast, it's the eve of the Ides, or we do the Ides minus or plus, or whatever we need to do. All right, fine, I think we've Sean. done it on straight up Ides before. So okay, are you guys fucking ready? Fucking legit Ides. Ides. Straight up Ides. Yeah. Straight, straight Ides. up Ides. Straight Ides. <laughs> oops, all Ides. <laughs> I, I used oops, all something. I used the phrase, in a design meeting, I used the phrase, oops, all side quests. Uh, and, and, and my, uh, and our lead designer, who I don't think has been exposed to any of the origin of that or anything, just like picked it up immediately. He was like, even if it was oops, all side quests, uh, that wouldn't solve the problem. <laughs> like, uh, you, you realize you're referencing a spinoff of a serial from 1993. <laughs> Be sure to include all that horrible stuff about <laughs> baby autopsies. <laughs> No, there's a line even for idle thumbs. I don't know if there's a line. 